Nate, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Born ready. All right, let's do this. Rick and Nate talk conspiracies. Back at it. Back at it, man, my friend. Yeah, cheers to you. Absolutely. It's uh, It's been a few weeks off. Mother's Day. Been, yeah, a couple other things popped up, but I'm glad to be here with you. Hell yeah, man. Good to be back. Good to see the new look. It's sleek. Yeah, it yeah. Might catch on. Yeah. yeah, I got a couch right here. Like I said, couch, yeah. couch across. We got this little $30 table I bought off of Amazon. Yeah, you got a good casting couch situation going on there. Oh, no, no. This, this black is going away here very yeah. soon. Oh. I, got, oh, okay. I got a red cover coming in <laughs> for people like you saying shit like that. Okay. No, I understand. That's fine. <laughs> you know, I could have I could have told you that off camera, but you know. Oh, on camera is just fine too, as well. <laughs> yeah, it's that's fine. fine. Oh, well, I'm really, I'm really here. I'm really uh, here for the job today. I hear you. I do great work. I'm just interested to see uh, see what do I have to do to join the team. <laughs> I'd like to add to your conspiracies today. Yeah. <laughs> what happened here today? Nobody knows. <laughs> Dad, is that me on camera? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Rick and they talk conspiracies. Uh, conspiracies actually us. Hell yeah, man! Wouldn't that be what a do thing? We got, what we got today? We got um. We actually this is uh. You brought this up a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah. We uh look into the uh, conspiracy surrounding the uh the murder of uh one uh Tupac Shakur. Yeah. So what makes this unique compared to uh, other conspiracies that we talked about is that there's no um there's no story that's the accepted truth. You know, to compare it to, like, this is an unsolved case. So there's nothing but conspiracies in this story. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, so this one's a little bit different. This one's a little bit deeper. This one's uh, more unique. It's more interesting, in my opinion, than anything we've talked about. The other the other couple that we've talked about so far kind of shut and, you know, they're kind of just like, like open and shut cases. Mm-hmm. This one is anything but, so... Yeah, we're yeah gonna, I'm looking we're, forward. Yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs> we're gonna dive to this one. I'm, I'm curious what uh, what angle you come from because uh, I think I actually have my um. I I will say that before this podcast is over, I will tell everyone out there who I think murdered Tupac Shakur. Oh yeah, me too. And how yeah, and how how it uh and how it happened. So without further ado, uh, let's get into it. But let's start off with this, uh, dude. What do you uh? Let's talk about just Tupac in general. What's your thoughts on him as a uh as a rapper, activist, and as a persona? Uh, we talked about this a little bit before the the camera started recording, man. Um, I think he is far and away. I don't even know who's in second place. It's not even worth having a discussion on because first and second are so far separated. The most interesting person hip hop has ever had ever. It's not close. Um, mm-hmm. the, like my favorite personality in music, period. Like Tupac's incredible, man. Um, I want to tell. I'm not trying to plug anything that I, you know, but like watch some interviews from Tupac like he's just like a one man epic quote machine like he just everything he says you just like god damn dude you know like everything dude he's a visionary he's a poet he's brilliant he's everything he's, he's fucking amazing yeah he's um, not, he, yeah go ahead go ahead yeah yeah Tupac um I love his acting I love uh the interviews he's a great interviewer too as well like he makes the interview so easy you just put Pac in front of a camera you ask a question and he'll break it down as many ways as he possible. He's just giving you great content and footage. Um, oh, yeah. And him on the mic, yeah. too, as well. I mean, he's, he's fucking fantastic. He's my number one yeah. pound for pound all time oh, in my yeah. book. He would have, he'd have the greatest podcast of all time, man. Oh, if he, uh, oh, if my he God. lived long enough to be in the era of podcasts, it'd be a wrap. You know what I mean? Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's cool that you mentioned his acting, too, because um, one thing that Kyra mentioned when we were doing our background research, uh, about Tupac and his murder and everything like that was like she was like man he was a great actor if he would have just stuck to acting 
and just never even picked up a mic, he probably would still be alive to this day, just starring in fucking Tyler Perry movies. Tyler Perry movies as you know, like the bad guy, and he'd be fine. Like he would be, he'd be, uh, he'd be untouched. You know what I mean? Like he would be, he'd still be doing his thing, acting. Um, and she's right, because he was a great actor. Um, I can see Tupac yeah. in the MCU. He could have been in the MCU. Damn, he could have been a villain. He could have been a, you know, imagine Tupac as like fucking anybody, man, as a Spider-Man villain. That shit would have been epic, you know? Like fuck. Um, oh his my god! Life, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his his life and his death to me kind of feels like a glitch in the fucking matrix. Like he wasn't supposed to die. It almost has. I I imagine that people in '96 felt the way that we felt when Kobe died, where they were just like, "This isn't supposed to happen, man. This is not. No, like this ain't right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just not fucking right. It's not supposed to end right now. He's too young. He's a, his his story's not finished. Like. It's just it's it's unacceptable. Like I I, I imagine that's what it was like because I was only five, man. I don't consciously remember. Um, so. Yeah, and I don't either. I was uh, I was uh, ninety six. I was seven, eight years old when he passed. I remember hearing about it, but I mean, I wasn't. You know, I was seven, eight. I was listening to you know, hard, hard hitting Tupac records. You know, at that yeah. time in my life, I, I went back and later no, discovered either, Tupac. Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, me, man. I was listening to you know Barney's and. <laughs> and the uh, Muppet Babies and shit. You know, they had some bangers. <laughs> they never, they never featured Tupac on their tracks, so I wasn't exposed right away. Do you think Tupac would have uh, ran for office one day? I don't know, man. I wouldn't put it past him. I would put nothing past Tupac. Right. Fucking nothing. Um, I have no idea where he would be right now. No clue. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I I can imagine that he could have done it, and he could have been successful. You oh, easily, I mean? easily, yeah. easily. Yeah, because uh, we're 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 uh, a populace that's pretty driven by sound bites, and he's a sound bite wonder. He's a machine, so like he could have he could yeah, he could have been a problem. You know what I mean? As a senator, he would have got on a lot of people's nerves, man. Oh, he'd have pissed off a lot of people. He would he would have oh, yeah. changed everything. Yeah, man, he might have got he got a, he might have got murdered all over again for for something completely different. <laughs> yeah, and he was. Yeah, a, I, don't yeah, mean, was I don't mean to yeah. laugh at that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. He was a great he was a great public speaker, great public oh, yeah. speaker too as well. Like is yeah, char- charismatic as shit, dude. It's the reason that Tupac is Tupac and his name is as big as it was. Right. Like, yeah. So let's let's uh let's do this real quick. Uh, I'm gonna lay out the outline, which we talked about offline. Mm-hmm. A um, we go from there. Uh, so we're gonna talk the actual murder of Tupac. We'll bring the facts in. We'll bring up five conspiracies around what we what uh what people say happened to Tupac, and right. then we'll actually give our uh, opinion at the end of everything that we've seen in research. What we got? Um, we both fresh off watching the Tupac Resurrection documentary, so. We can definitely plug the in how uh, however's needed and uh, history Tupac that comes up naturally. We run for that too as well. So uh, before actually before we begin, uh, toast to you to the life of uh, the life and times of Pac. Yeah, toast to Tupac, man. The ultimate Gemini. Yeah, we were we were robbed, man. Our teenage years should have included him. Should have been a part of it. He should have been like a regular part and not just like mm-hmm. our you know our favorite artist saying R.I.P. Pac. And us barely understanding what it meant. Yeah, like, exactly. We were robbed. We were robbed. Yeah, he should have been a staple right there with him, right there with the uh, limb bias, man. That should have been a thing. Hell yeah, hell yeah. That yeah, that's a that's a great comparison for real. Yeah, 
All right, so let me read the uh, backstory, and then we'll go from there. <clears throat> Tupac Shakur, a highly successful American hip-hop artist, was fatally shot on September 7th, 1996, in a drive-by shooting in Las Vegas, Nevada. He was 25 years old. The shooting occurred at 11.15 p.m. Pacific time when the car carrying Shakur was stopped at a red light at East Flamingo Road in Colville Lane. Mm. Excuse me. Shakur was struck mm. uh, by four uh, 40 caliber rounds fired from a Glock, two in the chest, one in the arm, one in the thigh. He died from his wounds six days later. So, a little backstory. Tupac attended the Bruce Seldon Mike Tyson boxing match with uh, Marion Suge Knight, the head of Death Row Records, at MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada. After leaving the match, one of Knight's associates, Tavon Trey Lane, a member of the MOB Pirates gang based in uh, Compton, California, spotted Orlando Baby Lane Anderson from the rival Southside Crips gang in the MGM Grand Lobby. Earlier that year, in May 1996, Anderson and a group of Southside Crips attempted to rob Lane in a Foot Locker store. Lane told Shakur, who in turn attacked Baby Lane in the lobby. Shakur asked Baby Lane if he was from the Southside if he's from the South, Southside Crips, and punched him in the face, knocked him to the ground. We've all seen the footage of uh, Tupac's uh, people and him and Baby Lane yeah. fighting. It's really, yeah. a one, really a one-sided fight, though. Tupac it was. And, it was a jump, man. 12 seconds long. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Easy. It was what it was. Yeah. Uh, Tupac and uh, Shug's uh, entourage assistant in assaulting Anderson. The fight, which was captured on the MGM Grand uh, Video Surveillance, was broken up by hotel security. After the brawl, Shakur went with Knight to Club 662, now closed, which was owned by Suge. Shakur uh, disclosed to his girlfriend at the time uh, his involvement in the Anderson fight, previously having promised to return to her after entering the MGM Grand and having her stay in a vehicle. Shakur left with Knight after changing clothes. Okay. This is important to read too as well. At 11 to 11.05 p.m., uh, of course, specific time, Shakur and Knight were halted on the Las Vegas Boulevard by officers from the uh, the LV uh, MPD. Uh, bike patrol for uh, playing the uh, music too loud and not having license plates. The plates were found in the tr- uh, in a uh, in a uh, Knight's car trunk. The party was released a few minutes later without being sighted. Five minutes later, 11:10 p.m., while they were stopped at a red light at the intersection of East uh, Flamingo Road and Colvin Lane, in front of the Maxim Hotel, a vehicle occupied by two women pulled up to the left side. Shakur, who was talking through the window of his BMW sedan, exchanged words with the two women and invited them to uh, go to Club 662. At 11.15 p.m., a white four-door late-model Cadillac pulled up to uh, Suge Knight's right side. All right, so we have five conspiracies uh, surrounding the death of Tupac. We're going to go through all five of them, and we'll, we'll see what we got from there. So allow me to read the first one. Absolutely. And this is five that we have here. This isn't five, like... It was, of course, many, many more, but we're just sticking with the most popular. Yeah. Uh, conspiracy theory book. The FBI set up uh, hits to combat so-called violent rap culture. In 2008, author John Pot- uh, Potash, I think I'm saying that right, published a book whose title be- uh, beseeks the project's initial thesis. It's called The FBI War on Tupac Shakur and Black Leaders, U.S. Intelligence Murderous Targeting of Tupac and Mulcahy, Malcolm, The Panthers, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Bob Marley, rappers, and link ethnic leftists. According to an Amazon description of the book, Potash used the Freedom of Information Act to obtain a Shakur's FBI file and other materials. The book reportedly details the author's purport, uh, purported belief that the FBI was involved in the two high-profile rapper shootings, as well as many, many more incidents. Uh, 
talking to the website Hip Hop DX in uh, 2016, Potash says, as savvy and brilliant as Tupac was, he was manipulated by Death Row Records, which was funded by U.S. Intelligence to promote his most negative lyrics. When Pac tried to get away from that and was leaving Death Row Records, they had to kill him. I do show how these con- these kinds of tactics were used against John Lennon and Jimi Hendrix. Believe it or not, Kurt Cobain as well. Thoughts? Who? <laughs> All right. So let me let me make some uh, let me let me offer some commentary that I I uh, think is objective because. Uh, that theory is largely subjective. Would you Would you agree? Is that a fair statement? Um, what he said at the end right there, I would have to uh, like really, really do some research to. I'm not saying it right. is true. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying that I don't know anything about it. So I literally know nothing. Yeah. So so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna um, the death row part. No, Pac leaving. I cut you off. I do know that Pac wanted to leave death row records. That's that's. I think. I, yeah, that's pretty no, popular. That's yeah, people know true. that one. Um, <clears throat> to suggest that Death Row Records was in the pocket of the FBI or the federal government at all, um, I think is worthy of debate. I think accepting that at face value is um, yeah, you got to do some homework. Yeah, you know what I mean. Is is probably is that's probably a gullible thing to do. Um, what I will say is that there is clear documented evidence that the federal government has some objectives or objections, excuse me, um, against Tupac Shakur's music. Like it, it definitely happened. There's there's recorded evidence that the vice president of the United States mm-hmm. came out and said that he doesn't support the message of Tupac's music. Dan Quayle said that. Yep, shit. served under the you Bush. I mean? Yeah, Bush yeah, Senior. I, yeah, absolutely. Like that that that's not up for debate. You know what I mean? What is up for debate is if there's a giant conspiracy that the FBI orchestrated Tupac's death. You remember what we talked about when we did uh uh Rick and Nate Talk Conspiracies episode one mm-hmm. and we we kind of established a scale when it came to conspiracies, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and then we had uh, we had uh, you know at, at, at different different spokes on the scale. Um, at one point we had opportunist, right? Right, 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 right. Where, where you didn't necessarily orchestrate what happened. However, it what happened happened. Shit happens. You see it happen, and you take advantage of what happened. Um, I do think that I I I wouldn't put it past the federal government or basically the powers that be, the influencers, the 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 media. Etc. Um, to take advantage of the fact that um, uh, of Tupac's death necessarily, you know what I mean. So it's a, so like they. I, so if somebody didn't like Tupac's message um, and Tupac died, I think that an opportunist, if you remember on the spokes, it's like we'll say three out of ten on the scale of conspiracy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, would say like see. This type of gangster rap, this type of ignorance um, gets you killed. They might take advantage of the fact that he was murdered without having anything to do with the actual murder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't think that that's uh, I don't think that I'm going out on a limb and saying that that's entirely possible because I, I definitely have heard people say uh, when when rappers get killed that they got killed because of who they were 
involved with because of uh, what they were doing, because of the content of the music. Like, see, this is what that gets you, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not necessarily the FBI uh, I, or the feds, you know, I'm not saying that the feds were responsible, but I'm saying that the feds are certainly capable of of taking advantage, as dark as that sounds, as morbid as that sounds, of Tupac's murder as a, yeah, it's, see, I told you so type of shit. You know what I mean? Um, in addition to that, let's not act like the, uh, the powers that be, the government, weren't paying attention to gangster rap in the 90s. If you remember the Absolutely. song, uh, Fuck the Police by N.W.A., the FBI sent uh, N.W.A. a letter you know, talking about, hey, we don't like this shit. I need to fucking knock it. Knock. I need to fucking turn that shit off. So, <laughs> it's, yeah. What was it? Uh, fucking Al Gore's wife. She like she was the one that like there was a whole thing that started the parental advisory sticker that was on music. That was a thing for a while, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it, it's it's barely a thing anymore. Oh, the like just, you told the just say no. I don't. I don't think it's the just say no. The just say no. No, the Just Say No, that was uh, Nancy Reagan, right? Yeah, 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 that's Nancy Reagan. Which one are you talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah. I'm talking about the parental advisory uh, shit that came um, oh, when... Oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically, um, like, uh, white rockers, etc., have been coming across saying inappropriate shit for decades, but as soon as gangster rap, like, cracked through the mainstream, suddenly politicians, suddenly the government had an issue with the music with the lyrics and they were like, we need to do something about this. And that that's where the parental advisory sticker came from. Now, if I'm in, yep, yep, yep. I, I, I have not done my homework on this. I'm, I'm going off of, um, you know, testimonial memory. Yep. Tipper so Gore. I, yep. Tipper Gore. Tipper Gore. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's the Al Gore's wife. Is, uh, if I remember. Yep. 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 Correctly. Like I, I could be wrong on the details, but if I had to summarize based on just my memory, and if I'm wrong, don't crucify me because I'm going off of memory. Um, basically, as soon as rap started cracking through the mainstream, they had an issue with uh, lyrics, and they decided they needed to regulate what um, what youth could consume. And Tupac was kind of wrapped in all of that shit. Oh, he was like the poster child for that. I'm sure he probably fucking was. I know Eminem was a part of it, too. In the late 90s even post Tupac so this is a fight that didn't die with Tupac you know what I mean yeah exactly yeah but but keep going man yeah so yeah definitely the government's been paying attention to gangster rap uh, for, yeah for just rap music yeah. in general for years yeah, they've, they've had their finger on the pulse of this shit for a very long time that's not the same thing as suggesting that they orchestrated the murder but I'm saying that the federal government is not above being opportunistic when it comes to somebody's murder. Like this shit was convenient for the FBI, for the federal government, a hundred percent, without without question. Like I don't I don't want to hear anything <laughs> suggesting otherwise because I I know I'm not wrong on that shit. No, and, and do that, you, do you think that uh was not was not upset that he died? Not at all. No, they didn't shed a tear. Do you think not that um death row was funded by U.S. intelligence? Based on what evidence? Based on this is a claim right here. Like I said, I don't have any. Uh, That's, it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, like I think if they, I think if they were, this shit would have probably been came out by now. Because if the source, if MTV, if VH1, et cetera, et cetera, if this shit was actual evidence, I feel like if somebody had the proof of this shit, this would be this would be like the most groundbreaking media breaking news. Oh, it'd be the story. You know what I mean? Dizzy story, but I, I, there's no way that somebody had 
the proof of this shit and was just like, you know what? I'm not going to do it because of, you know, um, Big Brother, something, something, propaganda, conspiracy, something, uh, Rothschild, something. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm, already break, I'm already breaking my own rule where I said I wouldn't come to conclusions before we reach the end, man. So we we gotta keep this shit moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh he said a lot here. I um I would love to see uh Shakur's uh, FBI file. I'm uh I'm highly curious. Actually, I just clicked on it right here, but this would take this would be like a whole other podcast. Me just reading through all this shit. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that the federal government didn't appreciate. Uh, him or his message or his music or anything. Oh hell no! Absolutely not, man. Yeah, it, it, essentially it was like a cold war against gangster rap. Oh, I'm sure, bro. And and when he got murdered, they probably were just like, "Well, it looks like a problem worked itself out." You know, like the first level, the first level of of, uh, of a conspiracy. <laughs> Whoa, that uh, that was pretty convenient. Yeah. All right. Convenience. Let's, <laughs> convenience. That's, that's that's like the that's like the 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 first ladder. To a step to a, a full out conspiracy. Hell yeah. Okay, number two. Uh, Suge Knight allegedly claimed his ex wife killed Tupac. According to 2017 Daily Mail report, Suge Knight's lo- uh, lawyer, Daddy is Culpepper. First of all, that's like the most lawyer name of all time. <laughs> Thaddeus Culpepper Esquire Attorney at law This motherfucker signs everything with a quill pen. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I grow I grow weary from my trials. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the episode of uh SpongeBob where he was writing uh that that book report all night and they had that really really fancy though. No, yeah. All he had was a T. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he spent 45 minutes on that fucking T. Almost there. <laughs> <laughs> Thaddeus Culpepper. God damn. All right, man. What did Thaddeus have to say? Let's see Thaddeus, Mr. Culpepper. Said the hip hop mogul uh, signed an affidavit. In it, Knight supposedly alleged uh, that he was the intended target of the shooting that killed Tupac Shakur. In the affidavit, Culpepper allegedly wrote, "Knight has known for many years that Reggie Wright Jr. and his ex-wife uh, Sharitha were behind the murder of Tupac and attempted murder of Knight." Culpepper reportedly further claimed that 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 Knight also knew of Wright's alleged involvement in the Biggie Smalls case. In 2018, Knight reportedly received a uh, well. We already know about that with the 28-year uh, sentence. Mm-hmm. So this article is uh, a couple months old. So um, yeah, all right. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's break that down right there. Uh, Shook Knight signed an affidavit uh, alleging that he was supposed to be, uh the intended target of the shooting that killed Tupac. So uh, let me let me clarify. So Shook, based on what you read, Shook Knight is saying that his wife. Um, orchestrated a hit on him and Tupac where he was one of the targets of the hit. Uh, ex-wife. I know. I do believe ex-wife. though. I do yeah. believe Suge Knight was intended to uh, be killed in that um, in that incident. No, I absolutely do too. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then you know, not not to spoil um, other conspiracies that we're talking about, but you know, like if I'm if I'm if I'm ordering a hit on somebody, I'm not. <laughs> In the car <laughs> with somebody, I, th- I, I think I think that's not one of the ones we're going to talk about. I think we could actually disprove dis- dis- that one. Yeah, like you said, I ordered the hit. I'm not going to be right now. It'll be some very genius level shit. 
to be in the car too as well. Yeah, unless I'm hiring Jason Bourne yeah. to shoot, <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it wouldn't need to be 14 pops. Like it would need to. It would be one. Like Jason Bourne would be like, bam, Tupac got got, good to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be yeah, random like, shots of the car and then going yeah, from it there. Be, it would be it would be over with. With me um, being grazed too in the process on my head. Seriously, man. Um. Uh, in a word, um, unsubstantiated, bro. Like <laughs> I, I don't, I don't trust Suge Knight. Um, I, I, I don't even know what to compare. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you want to compare something that you're saying to something else? Yeah. With the equal amount of mistrust, but I, I don't know what else to to compare him to. Um, I think he's one of the worst people that I've ever heard of that I haven't actually met. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, there's obviously characters in history that are worse, like Hitler and Stalin and, and et cetera, et cetera. But Suge yeah. Knight's up there. Like he, he's, he, he's a, he's a fucking monster, and I don't, I don't trust anything he has to say. He's a real um, life villain. Yeah, like he, he is. He's a super villain. He's a super villain. <laughs> like if superheroes are real, Suge Knight is fucking Lex Luthor, man. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, Black Luthor. That's 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 Suge Knight right there. Seriously, for real, for real. So you know, um, it's hard. It's hard for me to even. It's hard for me to even be objective about this, man. Like, uh, you you got to be the one to be objective about this because, like, um. God damn, I I don't like Suge Knight at all. I don't like. I think I think that uh, as soon as Tupac decided he was gonna do business with him, he he basically signed his death warrant. Um, and if it wasn't gonna happen in 1996, it was gonna happen in 97 or 98 or 99. Like it was gonna happen. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Um. I mean, you got a couple artists that you got away from Snoop. I mean, I got away from Suge, but like Snoop got away from Suge, went with No Limit. But look who he's with. So Master P and No Limit. I think he's pretty good down there. And Dre, he let Dre go, but Suge, I believe, owned a lot, still owned like a lot of his music. Suge, we we all saw um, Straight Outta Compton, like the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one of the one of the things I appreciated about that movie is that they didn't sugarcoat Suge Knight's character. They were just like, no, he was a fucking monster, and we're gonna portray him as the monster that he actually was. Like he he was crazy, man. He was fucking insane. There's some other, it's 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 some yeah. conspiracies surrounding him. I don't know. He it's it's, it's some scary shit with that with that dude. If, yeah, man. Things I I've don't heard. I don't mean to expand our our topic of conversation, but like, dude, Suge, this is something I've 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 felt for a very very fucking long time. Um, I I think that Tupac is still alive to this day if he never signs with Death Row Records. Uh, but you know why he signed with Death Row? Because Suge pretty much uh like bailed him out of jail or. Uh, no, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. So I understand why he did it. I'm just saying that if that never fucking happened, that he's still around. Oh, you know for sure. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't do, if if Pac doesn't do what he does in Vegas, and as far as I'm concerned, as far as I understand, because obviously I'm not there. I'm twenty whatever years removed from from the incident. If he doesn't, if if Pac doesn't do what he does in Vegas, um nothing ends up fucking happening to him and he's fine, you know? Um, and the only reason that he was connected to that shit is because of the goons that he was connected to with Death Row. The so, like you said, the day he signed on Death Row was really the day he signed his death, his, uh, death certificate. Yeah, and he, he didn't realize it at the time because all he saw was dollar signs. And I understand that. 
Um, and he's trying to hold down the people that held him down while he was uh, while he was while Tupac was down. Yeah, and Suge Knight was like, like a fucking shark in the he he smelled blood in the water because at that at that time, man, you you we I mean shit, people might not know like uh when Pac was in jail, he was in jail for some shit that um a lot of people don't think he had anything to do with, which was a, a sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, um, at the like same time as far as like historically within the 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 same period of time, he was shot up in Quad Studios, um, where he felt like Biggie and um, Sean P. Puff Daddy at the time. Yeah, Combs. one of his uh, eighteen <laughs> names. Yeah, yeah, I had to, I had to remember. <laughs> shot him up. So, so, so the point I'm trying to make is that Pac was very, very fucking vulnerable. Was and and was in a very I don't fucking trust nobody that I know state. So when uh, somebody new came forward and said, like, hey, man, like, I got you. Here's a contract. Like, I'm going to make you a bigger star than you are right now. Um, even though you got the number one record in the country, I'm going to make you even bigger, better, more. Uh, it's understandable that Pac was vulnerable to, to that influence. And he was just like, yeah, I'll sign it. Even though it was on, like, a napkin or some fucking shit. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's, all, it's all fucking crazy to me, man. It's all crazy. Uh, but yeah, but what happened happened, and it is what it is, and you know history wrote itself, and and now now Pac's fucking gone, um, and he he didn't have to be, but yeah, go go ahead, man. You're I, good. I off, I'm, gl- I'm glad you got that off your chest. Yeah, nah, that's good. That's that's what we do here, Rick, and they talk conspiracies. Let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. also this, this. You told some of some villainy. Let's talk about Suge, what he did right in the second part. Hell in the affidavit, this this man throws his uh, ex-wife under the bus. <laughs> Suge Knight is known for many years that Reggie Wright Jr. and his ex-wife Sharitha were behind the murder of Tupac and the attempted murder of, of Knight. Suge found the opportunity. <laughs> he said, oh, this is easy. Let me go ahead and just throw that in there right there. Just, just Let's let that live. Um, Cole Pepper uh, reportedly further claimed that Knight also knew Wright's alleged involvement in the Biggie Smalls case. This also ties in with the uh this could tie we could also tie the whole Suge Knight setup Tupac thing here too as well. Um let's say this is true. That he uh knew that it was his ex wife from the get go, or it was his ex wife and uh Reggie Wright Jr. Uh Suge is a man that seemed like he would uh he would do almost anything to get even with somebody. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, especially if he was in the car too and he got grazed with a bullet. I don't see uh, I don't see Suge letting that one go. Especially like I said, especially the source he thought it came from. I don't I don't believe I, I may let the cat out of the bag with this one right here, but I think Suge saw an opportunity to, just to uh get even with a personal vendetta and he just dropped that one there. I don't I think Suge just taking advantage of a situation. That's the way I see it. I, I, I do too, man. Um I what oh, are we and you know what? No, no, I've I've hogged enough mic time, man. You got you got something more to speak on this shit? Nah, I got nothing more to speak on that one. Yeah, this will- like, <laughs> like I I don't, man. I don't, I don't. I'm exhausted. Suge Knight is exhausting to me, man. Like, like fuck, dude. It's so many. It's so many fucking like wonderful artists, wonderful personalities, wonderful characters, uh, that this era of music produced. And Suge Knight was just like a fucking cancer, a pox 
that infected all of them. It was ruining um, all of them. Yeah, yeah Snoop, and, Dre, and, and Pac and, on the label at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and 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 um, I told you at the beginning of this shit that I was I was gonna withhold my bias on this shit, but I can't because I can't fucking stand Suge Knight, man. I don't I don't like that motherfucker, dude. He ran Everything, dude over with his car and killed him. That's why he's yeah, in jail like, right now. Yeah, like I I don't fucking like Suge Knight, dude. Um, and I just I just don't. I I just don't. Uh, I think yeah. I said what I said, man. What nah, I, don't worry. Um, it's a, it's a yeah. plenty of people, including myself, that agree with you. So that's yeah, that. 100. Yeah. Because uh, if Pac never met him, man, he'd still be starring in movies to this day. He'd still, yeah. be, he'd still be featured on songs to this day, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know how good he would be. Like, you know, mo, mo, outside of Jay-Z, nobody that was like a big star in the 90s is still making good music. But, you know. He he would still be there, man, and we would still be like, "Shut up! You can't criticize him. He's a legend, you know. He would he would he'd be here." But, he, would, man, he was like the Jordan like, of rap. Yeah, he he's like the Michael Jordan of rap. <laughs> he really was. I wrote a whole fucking piece about that shit, and I said, uh, "His, uh, I said that Pac is is the Michael Jordan of rap because his influence um, on the culture was just as much a myth as it was like objective excellence. You know what I mean? Right, right, right." Yeah, like he was just such a fucking rock star. Pac was literally a rock star, and MJ was like the 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 basketball, the sports version of a rock star. It's a it's a great comparison, honestly. But yeah, say your shit. We're uh, we actually got some more. It's another uh, Suge Knight uh, conspiracy theory around the yeah, death of Tupac. Let's go into it. Let's let's All do right. it. This is the third one. Questions reportedly arose around Shakur's cremation. Suge Knight reportedly claimed Tupac Shakur's cremation. Uh, reportedly claimed two box Shakur's cremation was strange. The process allegedly took place on December 14th, one day after he died. In a roundup of Tupac conspiracies, uh, NME reported uh, the, crema- uh, crematories, uh, the crematory recorded Shakur's height at 6 feet and his weight as 215 pounds. The rapper's driver's uh, license, uh, license listed him as 5'10 and 168. In 2012, TMZ reported that Knight told a radio station the person who supposedly cremated Tupac, this guy got about $3 million, personally from me, cash. And next thing I know, I never heard from the guy or even seen him again. He retired and left. TMZ also quoted Knight saying, nobody's seen Tupac dead. <laughs> huh? Okay, all right. Nobody's seen uh. Tupac dead. <laughs> and adding, maybe the question is, Pac's not really dead. Pac's somewhere else. Right. The, 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 don't worry about the last part right there. Don't worry about the last part. We'll, we'll get into that here shortly. Um, enemy reported that uh, crematory, uh, when Pac was recorded, his height and weight were two different things. Did he really get um, cremated the day after he was dead? That is the, uh, first of all, that is entirely, entirely strange. If so. That seems crazy to me. That seems like, uh, I mean... If you're going to do some shit like that, of course it's going to be a fucking conspiracy. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, like I, if that's true, then I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even know how to uh, defend a stance against the conspiracy theories. I'm just like, oh, okay. So you just want people to come up with conspiracies. Like, no no autopsy, whatever. Like, fuck out of here. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't... Um, It sounds like, once again, Suge Knight just... Just, just kind of, just kind of saying something right there. Like I don't, and this is years later. This is like in 2012. Like, like I mentioned, he was talking. Suge Knight gave someone three million dollars, and they were never found again. I'm supposed to believe Suge Knight, you, 
the gangster you were, that you gave someone three million dollars, and you never tried to go find and hunt that man down for not uh, fulfilling uh, services for uh, rendered. I can't believe that right there at all. I I, I don't see that one right there. Um, I need I need to look more to um into his cremation. I got some more information here. What happened with Tupac's cremation? Uh, like I said, Suge Knight claims he paid uh three million for Tupac's cremation the day after he died. Uh, the man uh, disappeared, never been seen again. There's also uh, inconsistencies in the crem- uh, crematory process. For example, Pac's social security number was not registered in the official death index. What? What? What is that? Like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty standard process in the in the death index of somebody. Man, are you kidding me? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. So, all right. Let's yeah. We we keep going with that. So, the he the guy disappears. Who disappears? What's going on? The the, the dude that had like a, a standard nine to five job who does cremations. Got he got the money up front from Suge Knight, and then he just left after that, and never be heard from again from anybody. <laughs> the, 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 is it is it like a mortician? Somebody that makes well under three million dollars. Per cremation, <laughs> like, like, is that who got paid three million dollars to disappear? Like, man, <laughs> what the hell is going on, man? I, I don't fucking know. Like, I, bet, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, for, like, for, for Suge Knight to even say this, like, what do you? We don't. First of all, we don't believe you. You need more people. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand any of that. Like, why, why come on, even say that? I, I just don't – nothing adds up with who Suge was as a person, him giving that much money, and nothing ever happening to anybody. Like if, I just, he had, if he had $3 million of disposable income, he probably should have paid the fucking $3 million that he owed Tupac, man. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, you know, uh, like, you know, I'm not – we won't touch into that. I'm sorry if I opened a whole other can of worms, but no. god damn, dude. Like <laughs> I, I, I just uh, – but okay, this is weird too as well. A roundup of Tupac conspiracies. Enemy reported the uh, they listed uh, Shakur's height at six feet two fifteen. That's weird. And the when height you, actually listed five ten one six. He's actually was five ten one sixty eight. What do you think yeah, about that? When you when you read that when you read that, I'm like, man, we we've all seen pictures of Tupac like with his shirt off and shit, with his thug life tattoo. Right. Like, he wasn't no he wasn't no two fifteen. Like he wasn't six feet. Like he wasn't six two, six three, whatever the fuck you just said. Like, come on, man. You know but, what I think about this too as well? Is that Tupac was uh, cremated. That gives uh, a certain sect of people who think Tupac is still alive. You know, something to go off of. Yeah. There's no body. No face, no case, as they say. You're not wrong. And it sounds like it happened really fucking quick too. Yeah, the next day. The next day, they got rid of the body that quick. Okay. Let's get into the next theory that supports what we <laughs> just talked about from there. Here it is. Are you ready? Yeah. Tupac so, is still alive in either Cuba, Malaysia, New Mexico, wherever you want to listen to. Tupac is alive and well. He faked his own death, and he got the hell up out of there. Tupac is not dead. Tupac, Tupac is out here doing God knows what, just laying underground for the past. Not laying underground, but... Laying, you know what I mean. He's laying low. Laying low for the past <laughs> yeah. 20, 20 to 20, 24, 25 years. He's been laying low. Uh, he can change his name to Machiavelli. 
uh, towards the end. That way he could uh, he gave hints about him actually faking his death. And it was up for us to find the clues. Can I read from here? Please do, man. Please do. All right. So I'll read everything as far as uh, Tupac being alive, or at least a few uh, few of the most popular ones. According to Esquire magazine, the website Hollaback, this is a while ago, posted a website uh, Hollaback. Okay. Jesus Christ, that's so 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> God Hollaback, damn. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> posted a video in 2002, which a man shows footage. And so he says it's Tupac Shakur alive uh, at the time of Cuba. Although that clip failed to prove anything, Esquire reported another video service online two years later that allegedly showed Shakur and Suge on the island in 2004. Uh, first of all, if Tupac did fake his death and was alive, the last person he'd be with would be Suge fucking Knight. Just want to just, just throw that out there. I do. Um, it, I mean, I, I concur, bro. Uh, I, I want to say, though, that I, I think that Suge's son is one of the people that perpetrates this theory, right? I'm getting to him like, next to as well. Yeah, like he he he's somebody that says like yeah, Pac is alive. Um and he's somewhere. I don't I don't want to say that he specifically, you know, believes that Pac's in Cuba, but it, it's he believes that Pac's alive and he's come out publicly and said that shit and he's Suge Knight's son. So, you know, ooh, boogity boogity boo. Hmm. But no, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Keep reading. October 2018, Suge Knight Jr., the son yeah, of, uh, of course, Suge Knight, reportedly posted images of Shakur on IG and claimed that the rap hero was alive in Malaysia and ready to make new music. Also, Asia. Yeah. I didn't even know you were going to say that. Like, just for the people, I they probably don't believe me, but I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Report. That, wasn't a, that wasn't a segue. That was <laughs> God, Jesus Christ. Uh, reportedly, Knight Jr. doubled down in January. <laughs> 2019 and wrote online that he was looking for producers to work with Tupac. Later in the year, though, Yahoo reported that the younger Knight conceded that Shakur was dead, but claimed that new music still might be forthcoming. Wow. Okay. So we all, the seven day theory, Machiavelli, all that, obviously, that's been, that, for that theory to even be true, it would have had to be, Tupac would have came back in 2003. So there's even a point of us going through there. But with the mysterious ways around his death, the body, all that, it's feel like it gives people a light into the fact that this man may be still alive. Now, it's I would say something though. I would say this: Tupac uh, in the in the resurrection movie we watch. There's one thing Tupac uh, said in there is that he said, you know, me young man, 22, I had all these OGs coming to me telling me, you know, I'm next up, and they're looking at me, to, you know, to take orders from. And I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't do all this right here. Could it be possible that the pressure of everything got the puck so much he said, fuck it, I just need to get away from this. I've already pretty much lived an entire career in the spotlight. I just need to get out and go enjoy the rest of my life elsewhere. And that Tupac may have actually faked his own death and is still alive elsewhere, just laying low. Is that possible? Based on the, the person that Tupac was and the character he was, and you could really, you really just know what to expect next. Could this be a legitimate theory? <laughs> is it possible? Man, anything's possible, bro. Like, what kind of question is that? <laughs> is this possible? As I'm asking. No, no, no. You know what? Um, let me ask you. Do Do you think it's possible, sir? You're the presenter of questions that make me be the answer to 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 you know like endure all the wrath of anybody that disagrees with me. <laughs> you got to answer the question. Do you think it's possible? Do I think it's right? possible that Tupac could have faked his own death? Yeah, is it possible? 
I think I think it's possible for sure. He had the is money it, for it. He had the resources for it. Is it probable? Is it? Do I probably think it happened? Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> so I needed him to say it first, so that I'm not the only person out here, you know, being like ridiculed for using logic and reason. Like hell no, that shit didn't happen, man. There's no way, cause I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen interviews with L P uh or was it L V P D, uh law enforcement saying yeah. like yeah this is what happened I was there on the scene I was there that day et cetera et cetera et cetera you think this conspiracy stretches so fucking deep that like regular ass fucking uh, Las Vegas police officers are in on it they're being paid off by Suge Knight or they're being paid off. By the FBI, like how, like how fucking deep you think this shit goes? And and Pac never, never like made a whisper in Cuba or what Malaysia? Yeah, <laughs> for, New Mexico. For, yeah, like for thirty years. Like get the fuck out of here, man. Use some <laughs> common sense, bro. Come on, man. Come on. Hey, you know what's fu- you know what's funny <laughs> is that a lot of these theories came about in a time when social media wasn't really a thing. Hell yeah. Like if this, if this would have happened. Or we had social media now, like we do in like we had social media, like we had what we had social media now, and that exists in 1996. This wouldn't have even been a thing at all. Nobody would have even said anything about this. It'd have been literally impossible. Because you got to think about, it. all right, let's say Tupac faked his own death. Let's just say that. Okay. Okay. So he faked his own death. So that body or that person in the car was not Tupac. Let's say Tupac. That means Tupac had to go to an airport. Okay. Get a get, get find a pilot. <laughs> Yeah, and, and he would have he would have paid off the airport and say like dismiss all security footage of me. Yeah, like walking through this fucking airport. <laughs> or or, or, no, or, say or a I'm wearing a robe. I'm wearing a robe like fucking Palpatine or some shit. <laughs> like, like, no, no, keep going, man. <laughs> so he this says he goes to a private airport. Okay. okay. He has he has the logs had to be erased. Footage has to be erased. All right. A people that work different shifts there. There's a lot of people that work these private airports too as well. Ground maintenance people in the tower. All this. They all this is radio recordings too of the pilot taking off, you know, doing his departure reports, his reports going over if it's going over ocean and whatnot, different reports over there too as well. And then he's in the plane. He has to pay off that pilot for the rest of his life to keep quiet of what they did. The the logs of uh, the travel and he let's say he arrives in Cuba. Okay, first of all, you're an American jet arriving in Cuba. Or let's say he went to like somewhere else first. Because you couldn't go you couldn't just take flights to Cuba. You know, there was a like a bar there for many, many years, just during this time. So let's say he went to maybe somewhere in South, South America. And then he got into another plane. And then from that plane, he went to Cuba. Or he got into a ship. Like, there's so many people involved here that they'll have yeah. to be quiet. <laughs> no, no. And then it's it goes beyond. It's not a it's not a national conspiracy at this point. It's an international conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, the entire world is on board. Like, like Russia has knowledge of Tupac's. A, you know, um, livelihood in Cuba, and it's just like, no, we're gonna keep quiet because you know something, something, something. Media, MTV, something like. <laughs> I just, <laughs> we can't, bro. Like, eventually, we gotta get somebody on this fucking podcast that is just all the way like, no, it's true. You know what I mean? To to add a, a screw, a loose screw in the machine that is this fucking podcast, bro. <laughs> 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 we got 
got to, man. Because there's no way in fuck that Tupac is still alive, man. I got, I think I, I think I may know somebody too as well. Yo, we'll keep, we'll keep that in ass, mind. Man, bring him on here <laughs> and tell him to text Tupac and bring his ass on this podcast too, man. <laughs> this, this is, you're talking like at least a thousand people having to keep quiet for the rest of their life. Forever, bro, and then and then and then the the only one that fucking broke character was the son of Suge Knight. Are you kidding me, man? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. Oh shit. Oh, oh man. It's it's funny, but it's not funny because Tupac shouldn't be dead, bro. He, should he shouldn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't deserve this shit right here. Tupac was a yeah. national treasure that should lived yeah, on man. for years. Hell yeah, and I feel like I said this shit too early, but I swear, um, when Pac died in 96, people that were grown enough to remember that shit, they probably felt like we did the day that Kobe died. You know oh, what I mean? for sure, easily. Yeah, where they were just like, this shit ain't supposed to happen, and just like the world fucking stopped. Like you said, I a know, glitch man, in the Matrix. I, yeah, I was, I was talking to you that day, man, when Kobe died, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, not, nothing else mattered, man. I was, I was crying fucked up. in my living room. For a grown man I never met my whole life. I'm a grown-ass man, too, and I'm crying for someone I never met. I guarantee you it was people that we know that were, um, you know, at this point in their lives, they're in the 40s, like mid to late 40s, uh, that that were crying for someone they ain't even fucking know just because of how important he was to the culture, you know what I mean? Right, right, um, right. And, yeah, and that, and that was Pac. Uh, shit, but I forgot where I was going. I got all sentimental right after laughing. And now my emotions are thrown off, and I don't I don't know what's up or down, bro. This you, need to take, <laughs> you, need to take, you need to take control of the conversation. I'll, <laughs> I'll take it for here. Um, <laughs> Suge Knight's uh, son broke character. That's where we at last right there. Yeah, that, that's what it was, man. He broke the fourth wall. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. <laughs> I just, look, it is, and honestly, if you ask me, it's disrespectful to the legacy of Pac at this point. It is, man. It's yeah. fucked up. Like let that man rest in peace. And Pac said, "If you in the uh, resurrection, he said, if I die, I'm I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I owe nothing against you. Like I'm I'm cool. Like it, it is what it is. So we we need to celebrate how Pac lived instead of, you know, these unfounded conspiracy theories of trying to bring Pac back. Pac is gone. It is what it is. We got to accept that. It's the first that's the first step. It's been many years, but people are holding to this theory that he's still out there in New Mexico, Malaysia, whatever, recording new music yeah, after 25 years." Like just, I think you're asking a lot out of people, man, because the same people that think that Pac's still alive think that he's hanging out with Elvis Presley, bro. Like, come on, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> come on. You're yeah. giving people too much credit out here. I am. And, and yeah, it, it's, it's very true. Well, wait, but that's not to take away from what you said, because Pac has a lifetime of brilliant fucking quotes that people could focus and meditate on. Mm -hmm. um, instead of some convoluted bullshit like he's still alive. Like, he can be dead, um, and you can focus on what his life was about and leave it at that because uh, he lived, um, you know, four or five lifetimes in his 25 years of life. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. The uh, the late, great uh, Patrice O'Neill once said, the comedian, he said that yeah, every R. time— R.I.P. to him, too. Man. Yeah, exactly. Funny motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, He said that when I speak, I live. And I feel the same way about Pac. Like, every time I hear this man's voice through music, I'm like, Pac, Pac's there. Pac's here. Pac, like Pac said, and um, I keep bringing resurrection, but he lives, he, he he still lives on through us. The legacy lives on through us. Uh, even us, this podcast, we're 100 years from now. We're long, long and gone, you know? Through this podcast, we still speak. It's stapled in time 
boxed up and it lives for on forever. So it's kind of like the yeah, same man, concept. Just, just imagine, man, like 30 years after you got murdered or whatever it is now, 20, what, 24 years after uh, you got murdered, like, you know, hypothetically, somebody's talking about you in your life. Like that shit's that's profound. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a big fucking deal. Yeah, exactly. And you're but, still honestly, yeah. I mean, you're still relevant too as well. Absolutely, man. He's gonna be relevant forever. Yeah, he they, never. He's never really gonna die. Like he he died physically, but that's the only that's the only medium that he died in. Like, yeah, exactly. He ain't, never gonna, he ain't never really gonna die. They got movies of this man. Like yeah. this man. Like he he is like I said, pound for pound, my number one all time. Yeah, it's not close. Yeah, it's it, not close, man. <laughs> and honestly, I don't see nobody ever taking that throw that that, that spot over. Where he was to the culture, it's off out the booth, in the booth. Like it's it's impossible, top pop. I don't even try. It's it's no, it's not even worth it. You should have you should have went to do that. No, Let pop, yeah, pop pop is where he needs to, is he needs to be, he's number one like he, like he needs to be. All right, can I read right, the so, uh, what's up? Yeah, go ahead, man. I was gonna say we we uh, we we presented all five, right? Nope, one oh. more. Oh, we got one more. One Goddamn. more. All right, let's keep it moving. All right, uh, speculation reportedly continues to surround. Orlando Baby Lane Anderson. Okay. According to reports, Orlando Anderson was an alleged uh, member of the Compton, California gang, Southside Crips. Uh, he is still frequently mentioned in the connection with the death of Tupac Shakur. Just three hours before uh, Shakur's shooting, which we talked about earlier in the podcast, uh, Anderson and the rapper allegedly got into a physical altercation. Uh, Anderson was beaten by Shakur in Death Row Records, Chief Suge Knight in the Vegas uh, MGM Grand in September 1996. Ever since then, law enforcement officials, gang informants, even members of the of Tupac's family, have cited Baby Lane as the primary suspect in uh, Tupac's murder. But uh, Baby Lane always firstly denied those claims, and no official charges were ever brought against him. May 30th, 1998, Baby Lane reportedly died after a gang-related shootout. Even at this demise, though, investigators claimed to find connections between Anderson and the Tupac slang. In 2002, Los Angeles Times uh, journalist Chuck Phillips wrote, The shooting was carried out by a Compton gang called the Southside Crips to avenge the beating of one of its members by Tupac a few hours earlier. Orlando Baby Lane Anderson, the Crip who uh, Tupac had attacked, fired the fatal shots. Las Vegas police discounted Anderson as a suspect and interviewed him only once briefly. And of course, like I mentioned, he was later uh, killed in an unrelated gang shooting. Okay. 2011, former LAP detective Greg uh, Kading Author of the book Murder Rap: The History of Biggie Smalls and Tupac Shakur Murder Investigations by the Detective Who Solved Both Cases. According to the source, Kading believes that Orlando Anderson was a gunman linked to Tupac's murder, and that he received a confession from Anderson's uncle and renowned uh, Crip gang member Keith Kefidi uh, Kefidi uh, uh, I think I'm saying that right. Davis, I name earlier. I can't remember that. Um, yeah, sorry. Right. Yeah, right. and transcripts of interviews uh, conducted by Kading and published by the LA, we- uh, LA Weekly, Davis reportedly indicated that Anderson was a shooter. Uh, that last part. Uh, so Kading, he pretty much, uh, him and some other people he was working with when, his time as a detective, he, uh, they got an airtight um, case around uh, Davis as far as uh, drug trafficking. And then they uh, made a pretty much a, a deal. He, he's, they're going to tell all the questions they want to answer. He's going to tell them everything they want to know. And part of it was his role in uh, the Tupac, uh, the murder of Tupac. Mm-hmm. He says there was him, uh, three other individuals in the car. Including, uh, including Orlando. Yeah, including Orlando, Baby Lane. Uh, Baby Lane. Yep, yep. Davis gave the gun to uh, Orlando, and Orlando and the white Cadillac pulled up next to uh, Tupac, and the shots rang out from there in retaliation for what happened earlier in that evening. 
Uh, what do you think about the Baby Lane uh, connection with uh, Tupac as far as uh, the death of uh, Tupac? All right. Well, are we are we at the end of our theories that are being presented? Uh, yes, we are. All right. Um, well, I feel like it's appropriate to say this, mm-hmm. uh, considering uh, that, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Baby Lane was in the scuffle. He was. Yeah, he was when Tupac. When Tupac was beaten up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the he's one of the high ranking um, Crips in that scuffle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, he's he's somebody where you put hands on him. Uh, that's that you know that 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 decision has consequences. Is somebody in the fucking entourage connected with the with the Pyro Bloods in Compton that are uh, associated with Death Row Records that um had the lack of awareness to tell a hot headed young Tupac who really doesn't fully understand what this is all about. Like, hey, that's the that's the motherfucker that took my chain. Like, hey, that's the motherfucker that took my chain. And so Tupac reacts, jumps in, mm-hmm. does that shit. Yeah, does that shit. Um, it's an altercation that, that takes 12 seconds, but it, it doesn't take Orlando very long to realize who, who did what and who is, you know, now a target. And that's what fucking killed Pac. Um, because we're on, we're on the last theory of where we're at. I 100% think that Baby Lane had everything to do with Tupac's murder, 100%. Um, and I also believe that considering, um, kind of connecting back to some of the theories that we talked about earlier about how uh, the federal government and as well as local law enforcement and just, just the culture of America in general was was pretty, in a word, racist. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 like, the... The motivation to solve a murder, uh, a black on black fucking crime in Las Vegas, was probably pretty low to non existent at the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um, especially considering the fact that Las Vegas, at, at that exact time in history, was trying to rebrand its image, um, uh, trying to get away from the whole Sin City image and trying to move towards a more like family friendly oriented um, image for the city. Uh, they like the the fact that that, that yeah crime that really was, worked out yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, in 2020, we're all talking about hey, let's take our toddlers to the strip, right? Like, <laughs> I, I look at I see a toddler on the strip, I'm like, ugh, really? I'm like, yeah, okay, serious. okay, strange, whatever. Um, but no, but but um, you know, I'm speaking facts though. At the time, that was the focus of Las Vegas. You know what I mean? And having a fucking gang murder happen on the strip. Uh, was not conducive to that that vision. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, there is a little bit of a conspiracy that I'm willing to acknowledge. This is the first time on Rick and Nate talk conspiracies that here I'm willing go. to acknowledge. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of a conspiracy here uh, because the Las Vegas Police Department, in conjunction with the LAPD, did not pursue this crime as aggressively as they would have if it would have been really anybody else or any other. Um, culture, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, because of all the things that were considered. The fact that in the um, the fact that Tupac was an enemy of the police. You know what I mean? If you're 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 a fucking Las Vegas police officer, you pull up on the scene, you see somebody that's like fuck the police, sitting there blood and need, uh, bleeding to death, needing police help. Where's your motivation going to be? You know, as fucked up as that sounds, that that was the reality of the '90s, right? Um, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, if you're the federal government, if you're, um, you know, any, really any level of government, you're, you're also, 
um, influenced a little bit by that. Uh, if you're the state of Nevada or the city of Las Vegas, you're influenced by the fact that you're trying to rebrand the city of Las Vegas a little bit as a as a family friendly environment and having a gang murder happen um, on the fucking main street of your city is not conducive to that vision. And, you know, the, like the more you think about it, the, the more you, you the more it's not surprising that um, that this was unsolved. It really was. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not I'm not I'm not really going out on on a limb. I'm anything not, like I'm, that. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not off the rails on some conspiracy train on this shit, bro. Like they did not pursue this case very, very fucking hard. It's a reason that this shit wasn't solved. And um, it the 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 reason that if you if you ask Las Vegas the police department, like why is this a cold case? They'll say because everybody was so infatuated with gang culture that they didn't want to cooperate with cops. But that's just one of many, many, many reasons. You know what I mean? Right. It's a it's a, it's a complex case. Um, but shit, yeah. What do you got to say, bro? Um. Okay. Baby Lane. Let's talk about the. Uh, let's talk about that oh, night. So a... let's talk about that night. Oh. So, oh, yeah. how did Baby Lane find Tupac? How did that whole thing go down? All right. So after the after the um, the Tyson fight, after the beat up in the um, in the in the lobby, uh, Suge and uh, Pac were headed to a club. Uh, like I said, six six two. So evidently there were. There were uh, already Crips there waiting for uh, for Suge and uh, Pac to show up there, wait, waiting for them so they could you know enact their justice. Um, as they were driving past a liquor store uh, that Baby Lane and uh, those three individuals were in, Baby Lane and the people they saw uh, Suge's entourage driving past the liquor store, so they hopped in their car and then they followed them on the way to a six six two. And that's where the uh, alleged murder took place. As far as uh, do I believe that happened? Uh, I do. I do. The work of uh, Detective uh, Greg Kading, as far as breaking his case and with the confession from um, from uh, Davis, I believe that uh, Baby Lane was given the gun and he fired the shots at Tupac. I think he, I don't think he wanted to actually intended was to, was the intent was to kill Shug Knight, but he fired in that direction. He really wanted Pac, and if he got shugged, then fine, so be it, whatever. But what he really wanted was Pac, and I think, I think, and obviously he succeeded and got him. Um, and it took years for this thing to come out, and of course Lane died two years later in the unrelated uh, uh, gang scuffle. But like you said, nobody really uh, did did their due diligence on this. It it happened. It's like, oh yeah, we interviewed a few people. They barely asked Baby Lane any questions, any type of questions. And they let him go after that, and that was that. Many people brought his name up during the time, like this guy. You need to look at this guy right here, and nothing ever happened. Two years went past. They didn't try to solve this shit. Oh hell no! They didn't give a they fuck didn't. about this case. They were just like, uh, you know, is is I'm not, you know, not gonna say it, but they 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 decided it wasn't worth their time because of the type of people they were dealing with. They didn't they didn't care. They yeah, didn't just, care. just let them kill themselves, and that's that. Yeah, it was it was no it was not type of police work done with, done with this one here, and that is um that is a high level of corruption with a uh, high profile murder such as that, and then yeah, no no a, arrests were ever a, made. What, uh, six or seven out of ten on the um conspiracy scale that uh, we established. Oh, yeah. for sure, right there. Yeah, that's definitely all out. It's just straight up corruption. 
Yeah, that's some shit we should start doing, man. Is giving a giving a score at the end of these shits, man. I this agree. This one, yeah, this one, this one gets our highest rating by far. This is minimum six out of ten conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm with you. I think that Orlando Anderson had everything to do with it. It is not that complicated that a high-ranking fucking crip gets stomped out and three hours later. Um, the the people that stomped him out get murdered. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Is motive not, is like, there. The yeah, motive like, is there. It is, it is not that hard to fucking figure out. The handling of this crime is where the score comes into. Mm-hmm. L, uh, the Las Vegas Police Department had no fucking, like, no desire to do it. And even the people that did have desire or, like, them going through the motions, they're dealing with people that have been condition not to fucking talk to police so that it was very easy for them to lose motivation if they had it even to begin with so it just it just dissipated into a cold case and was left at that and they were just like whatever you know another story like you know yeah we're doing another shit now we we just leave that one open and that's that yeah that's that that's that and it's fucking sad because tupac deserved better yeah he did and i just wish that um tupac was he just had too much hot head in him like you're you're Tupac. You're the biggest artist in the world, one of the biggest artists in the world, and you're over here getting to you know ran, just randomly getting into fights with people over stupid shit. You know what I mean? Like it was so it was so reason, really. Pac, it was dumb, Pac, man. Yeah, it was, he had no reason no, to do that. It's because it's because somebody said like that's the guy that stole my chain back whenever blah blah blah, and Pac was just like, oh well, I'm I'm so like engulfed in what death row is right now that I'm going to do this. And he didn't have to fucking do this, man. I wish that Pac had a little bit more of fucking Sean Combs in him. Cause Sean Combs was so fucking level headed through all this shit mm-hmm. that he got, he got out of it and had like a reputable reputation amongst anybody post, you know, post, oh my God. Post, yeah. He was post <laughs> East and West coast shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's no, it's no fucking conservative white dude in 2020 that's nervous about doing business with Sean Combs um, based off of what happened in the 90s. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because because of the way that he um, handled his business. Even through all that, you think about all the shit that he was right in the middle of and the, the way yeah. that he... The way that he handled his shit, man, I wish that Pac uh, handled his shit similarly because he would still be around to this day. Um, ju- just as famous, just as rich... As fucking Sean Combs is, and deservedly, deservedly so. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pac, um, not Pac, but uh, yeah, Diddy, he kind of separated himself through all that. Then, of course, Biggie got murdered, and then from there, he still, he, he still separated himself from that shit somehow, man. I don't know he's how brilliant. Diddy does it, dude. No, he's brilliant because he's fucking brilliant. He's a businessman <laughs> first and first and foremost, man. Jesus Christ, like even that, even that way, he got caught up in uh, Atlanta. Yeah, like yeah, all that shit. Like Diddy's found a way out of everything. To everything, man. Because he, yeah, yeah. And we we didn't touch on it directly, but there is, uh, like you said, it's more than five. One of them is that Diddy had something to do with this murder. Mm-hmm. No, the fuck he didn't, man. Because he was way too clean. He was way too smart. He was way too calculative with this, uh, with this shit as a as a businessman to ever really get his hands dirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know how old. Uh, Diddy is now, or how old he was back then? It's like fifty um, maybe, now, something maybe, like that. Yeah, maybe maybe he was just a little bit more mature than Pac at the time. But um, Pac was smart enough not to not to have this happen. Uh, he might have just been young enough to to where you know your youth can overwhelm your intelligence at certain points in your life. And that's what happened. 
Yeah, and, and uh, it's happened to all of us. And the difference between mm-hmm. us and Pac is that Pac had uh, power, fame, money, millions, millions mm-hmm. of dollars, etc. You know what I mean? So I'm not I'm not casting any judgment on him. I'm just saying I wish that his story would have been written a little bit different because oh. it was it, yeah it was a hundred different endings that could have been written for him. Um, and I, this one doesn't feel like the right one to me. No, this is like the this is like the darkest timeline uh, scenario right here. Uh, yeah, I mean you're you're that young on top of the world. I mean you feel like you're untouchable, like nothing could happen to you. Like this is really like all this all these problems with, with Pac's death happened in this one night. Like you could use some other things with Suge Knight that you can start connecting dots with with in a different way. Before we can even get down that lane right there, we gotta deal with this baby lane shit right here. And from everything that happened in that one night led directly to the murder of Tupac. If Tupac was he at the fight, would he have been killed that night? No, he'd have been fine. And Tupac, instead of someone saying, Hey, it's the guy that stole my chain, no, just let that shit go and go enjoy the rest of your night at uh six six two. You know, it's you literally died over yeah, like, a chain. Look look at look at where you're at right now, man. That chain is not that big a deal, bro. Come yeah, on. Yeah, where's that chain at now? Like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 take a couple of steps back and you look you look at all this shit objectively, none of this shit's worth dying for, bro. It's so petty and stupid, man. It's it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, you have you have one life and um yeah. it's no need for you to waste it on something stupid. And that's a lesson to everybody out there too as well. Like Hell yeah. You don't have to enact vigilante justice, you know, just to, 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 get, to get what you need in life. Like, that, you don't do anything that's going to risk your own life. It's not worth it. It's one thing to defend your household or something like that or something happens to your kids. I get that. But there's no need to be out here, you know, just maneuvering about like that. It, it was it, Tupac, was, and it's for someone who's so smart, too, as well. He did something so stupid. On a world stage, really just come out of jail. Was in jail like a, about a year ago. Like it just like it blows my mind to think someone's so smart to do something that dumb. It it hurts. That's fucking dumb, man. I think uh, I want to say it was his brother. I could be wrong, but somebody uh, made the comment about how they think that he just saw his boy Tyson, you know, fuck somebody up, and that you know, I, I remember being young um, and and watching Jordan play basketball and I would run outside and I would yeah, play, start uh, shooting. shoot. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. Start shooting baskets. You know, they were like, maybe something like that happened to him where he was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just ready to fight anybody. Cause, cause we're young, we're stupid. Uh, he, you know, he, he was young. He's caught up in the moment and that like, fuck dude. Like you got the drink in the system. Nah, I get it. Yeah. But you yeah. got, you got to move smarter when you, when you're that high up. You have, you have you to, it, you don't man. have a choice. You got it. And you got to, you got to surround yourself with better fucking people than, Fucking yes. Shug Knight, man. Yeah. Damn. Dude, he, but yeah. Pocket twenty five is not your normal twenty five year old. You know, I feel like that anyone's in the spotlight too as well. Like even like these quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield, they're like twenty two, twenty three. Like you're not, uh, you're not really your age. You're you're something. You're in a totally different plateau when you got that many millions of dollars behind you and that much spotlight on you. You can't maneuver how someone else your age would because you, to be honest, you two are not alike. You're just in a higher realm of society. And a certain way you have to, you, a certain way you just need to move, and certain Bro, people you I, need to ra- have around idiot. you. I was an idiot when I was 22, 23 years old, man. I was a fucking moron, bro. And things that like we I, get the benefit. So that, stupid. Yeah. Even us, like yeah. some bad happen, we get more of a benefit of us being young and dumb than somebody that has millions yeah. of dollars being was, young and dumb. I was like afforded growing pains that that Tupac was certainly not afforded because of race, money, fame, et cetera, et cetera. Man, he wasn't he wasn't given a fair opportunity. To be dumb, like like you know, most of us do, man. It yeah. Was, yeah. 
It's, it's just tragedy, bro. It's a fucking tragedy. But you know, Shakespearean. It, it was, and it, you know, it's it's fucking poetic that you would mention that because uh, Shakespeare was one of uh, Tupac's most influential personalities, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was he was different, man. He was different. He wasn't this fucking hood booger that people think he was. He nah, was he went no. to yeah, yeah. He went to the Baltimore like Academy of Arts and was doing ballet and learning Shakespeare and shit, man. Like Tupac was different. People don't know the real Tupac, man. Mm-hmm. Acting in movies, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, they don't they don't fucking know the real Tupac. He he was special. He was a special motherfucker, man. It's a reason that he's you and um he's yours and my number one like all-time number one personality in music period and it's not close i don't even know who's second it's not close it doesn't matter the second is subjective but i yeah, yeah number one is definitely Pac. like it's just Absolutely. i can't put 100%. someone else above Pac. i don't i don't see who it could be above Pac. may this artist have other it may be someone else's music that you may like out there when a Pac, but you're like actually pound for pound it's Pac all day and it's not it's it's mike tyson first round knockout in 88 like it's just you can't you can't yeah, defeat it, it. You can't beat it. It's just not close, man. It's just not fair. It's not fair. It's not. Uh, yeah, I like to think that in some other fucking like parallel timeline, we're doing a you and I are doing a podcast and we're talking about um, Pac's like 16th studio album and how uh, it's not as good as it used to be. But we're 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 afforded the privilege to have that conversation about how Pac's not as good as he was in 2014. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like fuck, like we should be having that conversation about how he's fallen off. Not about how he's been fucking dead for, you know, 20 plus years. But, yeah, yeah. Pac's, Pac's next step in life. What's he going to do here? Her Pac may want to run for office, you know, or he's maybe yeah. running for Mayor L.A. or Mayor of Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. That's what we should be having that's, conversations that's a, about. Absolutely. Yeah, not Pac. Who killed Pac? Why Why is he dead? But, yeah, like I said, and we both agree with Baby Lane, the Baby Lane angle that it all came down to there's just that one night. And one night, I mean, a split second could change everything. No, it may have Pac would have just kept yeah. walking. Everything would be completely different. Yeah, I, I don't want to, I don't want to blame him for it, but that it's not. I don't know. That that's that's what caused it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what that's what causes death. Is he he put hands on somebody that you, you don't you don't fucking put hands on? Yeah, he's he's, he's messed with the wrong people. Yeah. And it cost him his life. So that's yep. that. Pac, my uh, my friend. Rest in peace. We wish Absolutely. you still here with us, man. Hell yeah. 